Well, hello and good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to this English lesson about colleges and universities. Um this is going to be I think a good lesson but I do have a lot of slides to go through. Normally, I talk about 40 things. Today, I think I have 52. Um but there is something special about today's live stream that I wanted to talk about and that's that today, um I want to thank Dave and Todd. So, if you don't know who Dave and Todd are, I won't give you a lot of information except that Dave and Todd are students. Uh, and they are university students uh, and they do need a certain amount of money to be university students. They help in the chat. I do pay them but I thought it would be fun since we are doing a lesson on colleges and universities that I would say all revenue, all ad revenue, all super chats, all super stickers, whatever you guys give today uh, during this live stream will all go to Dave and Todd. Um, but what I do wanna say is Don't ask them too many personal questions in the chat. They are rather private people. They would like to stay rather private. Um and so, if you have questions about colleges or universities, you can ask some and if they have time, they will answer but uh, mostly, I just want to say thank you to both of them um and let's see how this goes. Um they have been uh instrumental in helping me do these live streams. When someone is instrumental, it means that you couldn't do the thing you're doing without them, okay? I appreciate all of the people in the chat but it is important for us to have moderators. So, thanks to Dave and Todd for doing that regularly every Friday and Saturday. Anyways, enough enough of me talking. (laughs) Let's get started with the lesson. Um so, I want to start by talking about the difference between college and university and interestingly enough, a lot of what I talk about will be very Canadian and it will be somewhat American as well because I did go to university in the United States. Um but what I'll tell you right now is that a college is a place you go if you want to get a diploma to do a certain job. Um so, if you wanted for instance to become an auto mechanic or if you wanted to become a computer programmer or if you wanted to become a nurse, if you had a specific, if you had a specific job in mind, you would usually go to a college. A university is a place where you would go if you want to study something and possibly continue your studies after university. Um it's a place where you would go if you wanted to become a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher like myself. Um But here's what I will say. Colleges and universities in Canada and in North America a little bit are starting to blend. Um you can go to college to become a nurse. You can also go to university to become a nurse. Um you can go to college to become um what we call call an early childhood educator but then you can later take one or two years at university and become a teacher. So, very much Here's how I will describe the difference. Depending on what you want to do, you would need to look at whether a college or university would fit. Again, if you wanted to be a computer programmer, you could go to college or you could go to university. Both would offer different types of programs. So, again, college though, you usually go, you study for two years or three or four and you go directly into a job. A university is almost always four years and when you are done, you might go into a job or you might continue to study. You might do your masters or PhD. I'll talk about that in a little bit. 
Um, but anyways, let me go over the rules uh, of this. <laughs> oh yes, I have this here. Remember, all super chat stickers and ad revenue from this lesson go to Dave and Todd's college fund. I mentioned that earlier. So, if you are feeling generous, you wanna help support those two who have been super awesome helping us do these lessons. That would be great. Um, I did wanna go over the rules though. Make sure that the chat is English only. Make sure if you have a question, you use the form to ask the question. There are probably already some questions there already. Um, and make sure that you keep the chat friendly at all times. That would be great. Um, but let's continue with the lesson. The first thing you do if you want to go to college or university is you need to apply. Most students in Canada actually apply to many universities. Usually, they apply to at least three. So, they might apply to college, one college and two universities. Um and uh basically, when you apply, you're simply thinking about going to one of those places. It doesn't mean you're absolutely going. In some situations, some students will apply to just one but the first thing you do is apply and mostly uh most of the time, you will apply online. Um if you get accepted, it means the university responds to your application and the university says, we would like you as a student. It doesn't mean you are a student there yet because there's another step in the process and that's for you to enroll. So, let's back up. The first thing you do is apply and then you wait and then eventually, you'll get an acceptance letter usually via email now that says that you have been accepted. That means the university or college wants you as a student but you can still choose which one you want to go to and then you would enroll at the university or college where you want to study. Um let's go to the next one. You might have to take an entrance test and some of you might be getting nervous right now when you see me putting the TOEFL uh test uh name up on the screen but if you are not a native English speaker and you are going to a, a university where it is in an English speaking country, you will most likely have to take a language test. There are different types of entrance tests. I studied French in university and I had to take a French test. It was actually called a placement test. They wanted to see what my level of French was so they knew what classes I needed to start in. Uh so, uh you might have to take an entrance test. You might need financial aid. So, in order to go to university or college in Canada and in the United States, it does cost money. There are some countries in the world where higher education, that's how we refer to colleges and universities, is free. I know some of the northern European countries have free higher education. You can go to college or university for free but in Canada, it does cost money. If you don't have enough money, you need financial aid. And that comes in a number of different forms. You might get a student loan. I really like this hat or this picture of the student saying, this is my $105,000 hat. (laughs) Kind of a reflection of the amount of money that they spent. But a student loan would be a loan you get from the government or from the bank that you do need to pay back but there is no interest while you are in college or university. Um so, you might need to get a loan. You might be eligible for a grant. Um students in Canada sometimes will get grant money from the government. So, the government will literally give you money, a small amount of money to go to college or to go to university. 
Um, so when you get a grant, the good thing is you don't have to give the money back. That money is yours to keep. Um, and then you might get a scholarship. A scholarship is when you have done really well in your previous education, maybe in high school and you have applied for and qualified for and been awarded a scholarship. So, a scholarship is usually uh just money that you get. You do not have to pay it back. Sometimes it is an entrance scholarship. So, you get it once. Sometimes it's called a full ride scholarship which means all four years are paid for. So, scholarships are very very cool. Um and then all of this of course is related to tuition. Tuition is the money you need to pay in order to go to college or university. So, um there's there's the scoop. When I went to university, most of the uh money that I <laughs> used was from my part-time job and from student loans. When I was done university, I had a lot of student loans to pay off. Um let's oops, I'm clicking on the wrong things here. Let's switch over and look at a couple of questions. Uh let me find this sometimes takes me a second just to get my questions going. Give me a second here. And I'll get the first one up. This is not directly related to college or university but I'll read it anyways. Maxime Yaroche says, hello dear Bob. I follow your YouTube more than a year and I think your channel is one of the best to learn English because you give so much information. Little correction there. Examples and rules. Well, thank you Maxime. That is very uh, nice of you. Uh thank you very much. Modine has the next question. Hi, Bob. Does Canada have one of the best post-secondary education systems in the world and do Canadian colleges and universities or are they viewed as competitive around the world? Um so, I would say yes. We have probably um I wouldn't say the best but we are probably in the top 10 or top 20 countries in the world in terms of the quality of education that you would get at our colleges and universities. Many, many students from other countries come to Canada to uh to learn at a university to improve their English as well as to get a degree. So, I would say yes. I'm very proud of that fact. Uh that is very uh very nice uh to be in a country that has great education. I'm happy too because when my kids are old enough to go, there are a lot of options for them. Uh Lolly Lolly has given us a super sticker. So, thank you so much, Lolly Lolly. Uh remember, all proceeds from this live stream will be going to Todd and Dave. Um who are awesome. Did you thank them in the chat? You should thank them in the chat for sure. Um let me see here. Next question. Good morning, teacher. How are you today? I was wondering about the grades. You have freshman, then sophomore, and then what? So, I will get to this later but real quick. In Canadian universities, we usually say first year, second year, third year. In American universities, it's often freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. So, that's year one freshman, year two sophomore, year three junior, year four senior. Um or if you're like me and it took a little extra long, you were a senior for a year and a half instead of a year. (laughs) Uh let's see here. Next question is from SL Lanka. Sir Bob, could you explain the difference between lecturers and instructors and what does tenure mean in university? So, lecturers, instructors, professors, they're all fairly similar. Um generally, a lecturer or instructor might not have the same level of education as a PhD professor um but certainly, those words are used somewhat interchangeably. Um 
So, a lecturer is certainly just someone you go and listen to in a class in university. An instructor would probably be more at the college level. You would have courses have different instructors. Um and tenure means that the university will never let you go. That you have a job for the rest of your life. Um tenure is going away though at a lot of Canadian universities. Um let's see here. Uh next question is from Renata. Good morning, Bob. Could you explain the terms alma mater and alumni board? Thank you. Have a great one. A big thank you to Todd and Dave. So, yes. Thank you, Todd and Dave. Um so, alma mater is whatever university you went to, okay? So, for the rest of your life, whatever university you went to, you refer to that as your alma mater. Uh and then an alumni um when you you refer to yourself as an alumni, that's a someone who went to that school or university. And if you serve on an alumni board, it means you've returned even though in you are done to serve and to help the school or university. Um hopefully that made sense. I want to thank Annette Manzi for the super chat. Uh thank you so much for that and uh again, uh thank you very much. Um let's see here. I'm losing track of what I'm doing. Wasim says, would you recommend to us to study in Canada? If you are someone who wants to study in an English speaking country, I think you simply need to choose um which one makes the most sense for you. Maybe it's the United States, maybe it's Canada, maybe Australia, maybe New Zealand, maybe the United Kingdom uh or Britain. Um but certainly uh figure out which one makes the most sense for you. Canada is a great choice though. Uh let's see here. So, Ruslan says, hello, teacher Bob. How are you doing, dear teacher? What is the most popular specialty students prefer nowadays? So, that changes over time. Sometimes, a lot of students go into nursing but then after a few years, there are too many nurses. Sometimes, a lot of students go into education but then after that happens for a few years, there's too many teachers. So, it kind of changes over time but I would say one that has been very common lately has been Anything in the technology or computer field. Very, very popular. Uh let's do one more question. Um Abu Allah, as a second language teacher, how do you teach a French text to non-native students? Do you translate some of the vocabulary to their mother tongue? So, it depends what grade they are in, Abu. Uh it depends how old they are. So, for younger students, we will often give them vocabulary before they read the story. For older students, we will just expect them to gather and learn vocabulary as they're reading the story. So, slightly different uh depending on who you are. Uh let's get back though. Let's get back to the slides. You will then choose a program of study. So, your program is what you are studying. When I was in school, my program was education. My other program was French. So, my program of study was education and French. I also studied American history but I'll get to that in a sec. You will usually in a university choose a major and a minor, okay? So, in a college, you choose a program. In university, you choose a program as well but you choose a major and a minor. Um generally, at a college in Canada at least, you would choose to uh like let's say you wanted to be an electrician. That would be your program. In a university though, you might choose a major. My major was French and education. So, I had a double major. 
Um, and then my minor was American history. So, most of my courses were in the area of education and French language and then a smaller amount of my courses were in the area of American history. By the way, my American history minor is Sorry, I don't mean to offend you, Brent. It's completely useless for me. <laughs> I thought at one point I might become a teacher in the United States but I ended up uh, living in Canada which is probably for the best. So, it made sense at the time. Um, I'm certified to teach American history at the high school level. Awesome. I'll probably never do that. Um you will get a degree or diploma and this really depends on your school. Some colleges grant degrees some grant diplomas, some grant certificates. A university, you definitely will get a degree from a university. So, there is a bachelor of arts, bachelor of science, bachelor of education. Um those are the types of degrees that you could get or an engineering degree. I see Kim mentioning that. Um a university or college itself, the place where it is located is called a campus, okay? So, the campus could be um just outside of a city and it could be a beautiful campus outside of a city. Some universities, the campus is actually right in the middle of the city. It might occupy a few city blocks. Um <laughs> I see Asma Shafi says, sorry, Bob, today's topic is boring. <laughs> so, Asma, I will tell you something. When you learn a language, you have to learn everything. So, sometimes when I'm learning French, I find the topic boring but I always say to myself, I need to know this. So, it's not always gonna be fun. So, I'm sorry you find it boring but hopefully you can learn a little bit anyways. I didn't mean to laugh. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the fact that I too when I study French find some things boring. Anyways, the location is a campus. If you live on campus, You might live in a dormitory or dorm is the short form or residence hall. Um you will live in a dorm room. Um this looks very similar to the dorm room that I used to live in. A very small room for two people. There are a variety of types of dorm rooms. Um and you will have what's called a move-in day or a move-in date. This is the day where you're allowed to move into your dorm room. Uh this is actually from a local university. You can see it says move in day is Sunday, September 6th and your assigned move in time slots will be listed in the everything you need to know about move in day document below. So, again, you will have a move in date. That's the day where you are allowed to move in um and then we call it move in day. Um you'll probably have a roommate. Hopefully, that goes well. Um Anyways, I do want to thank uh Brent from American English with this guy for the super chat. He says, have a good semester, gentlemen. Thank you for all your work and I do want to thank Song Pham uh for becoming a member as well. But thanks, Brent from American English with this guy. I think Todd and Dave will be very appreciative of that. That's awesome. Um you will probably have a roommate or roommates and I won't say any more about that except hopefully it goes well. Um I had a roommate who used to eat my food. <laughs> So, but I also had some very good roommates when I was in university. Um and uh you will most likely if you live on campus eat in a dining hall. Students who live in dorms don't usually eat in the dorms. They usually go to a dining hall uh to eat. Um let me just see where I am here. Good. Uh and you will probably have what's called a meal plan. So, um when you go to university You don't always go to the grocery store to buy your food. 
you get a meal plan and then you can eat in the dining hall on campus. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so I talked about campus and you've heard me use the phrase on campus. There's also a phrase off campus. On campus, when you live on campus, you live in a dorm. And if you live off campus, you usually just rent a house or an apartment. You might still have roommates. Um, you might still um, live with other people. You might live by yourself, um, but you usually can make a choice. Some universities require that first year students live on campus and that after your first year, you can move off campus, um, but you certainly have a choice. Um, I like Tuan Tran says, in my opinion, this lesson is very interesting for me. Thanks, Tuan Tran. And that is very kind of you that you bring useful lessons for us every day. I really appreciate it. Absolutely no problem, uh, Chuan. Thank you for that uh, positive feedback. Um, oh, yes. I think I've mentioned this a number of times. So, I'll just leave this here for a sec. Uh, thank you to all of you that are helping Dave and Todd with their university college funds. You'll notice, um, I'm gonna go to some questions here. You'll notice I use college and university a lot uh, I use it interchangeably a lot. Um, we use the word, oh, he's in college. Is he still in school? Is he still in university? We use that interchangeably regardless of where the person actually is, okay? So, you could say, oh, is is Joe still in college? But he might actually be at a university or is Joe finished school for the summer? But he might actually be a university student. So, in casual conversation, um, those words are fairly interchangeable. Uh, let's see here. Hafez Abu says, hi, teacher Bob. Which branch in the university needs more marks in Canada? So, depending on what your course of study is, marks or grades, like what you get in your class, uh, depends on um, how eligible you are to get a good job. Um, sometimes, you need to get good grades to continue in the program. If you are, for instance, wanting to become a doctor or a lawyer, you have to get certain grades in order to continue in that course of study. Um, so, it really depends. Um, that's a tough one. It depends on what area you are studying in. Uh, a happy girl. I'm glad that you're happy. Uh, what are the most popular major subjects in your country? Do students have to pass entrance exams orally or do they need to take tests to enter a university? So, for language tests, they need to take the IELTS, I-E-L-T-S, um, which is similar to the TOEFL or any other test. Um, but I would say the major subjects, the major things that people study in my country, a lot of people go into education, a lot of people go into uh, the medical field, doctors, nurses, and everything related as well. X-ray technicians, radiologists, those kinds of things. Um, many people become lawyers. I'm not sure if I mentioned that already. Um, but often, uh, that is the course of study. We actually in Canada have a shortage of people who become electricians or bricklayers, construction workers, carpenters, all of those what we call the trades. We do not have enough people. In fact, if you are a plumber in Canada, you probably make more money than a teacher, okay? And teachers get paid okay in Canada. So, um, hope that answered your question, happy girl. Uh, let's see here. 
Natalia. Hi, Bob. I remember when I was a student, we had an honor board for photos of the best students. Is this in Canada? What is it called correctly? We have what's called the honor roll. At the end of a school, um, when you are done university, you can make the honor roll. You can graduate with honors if you take those types of classes. Um, But we don't usually post this on a board. Um, But maybe that's what you're talking about, an honor roll, if you have over a certain average. Um, Let's see here. Alex. Hi, Mr. Bob. How are you doing? How many languages do Canadians learn in universities in Canada? So, I made a few corrections while I read that just so you know. Um, So, there is sometimes a language requirement and sometimes there isn't when you study at a university and if there is, it's usually French, okay? But to expand on that, you can study almost any language at a Canadian university, at least most of the major languages in the world. And I'm not going to mention them because I don't want you to feel like your language isn't a major language. But certainly, you can learn French uh, because we are a bilingual country. In fact, we have French universities in Quebec, in Ottawa as well where you can study completely in French. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Go to the next one. Eduardo. Hi, Bob. Good morning. Why you went to study? Why did you go? Let me... Let me just rephrase this, Eduardo. Why did you study at a university in the United States? Thank you. Um, It was a university that was fairly close to me. It was a university that was well known and it was a university where um, other people I knew had gone to that university Um, and it wasn't close to my parents' house. It was actually a few hours away and I didn't want to go to a university that was really close. I actually wanted to get away a little bit. Um, hopefully that answers your question. Um, Mary the Iranian, could you please talk about Thompson Rivers University in Canada? Thanks. Um, sorry, Mary, I don't know anything about Thompson Rivers University. I should do a little bit of research on that after this lesson. Um, next question. Henry from Taiwan. Hi, teacher Bob. Did you join a fraternity when you were in college? Thank you. So, the university I went to did not have fraternities. Uh, A fraternity is kind of like a social uh, organization that students join. Fraternities for guys, sororities for girls. Um, So, even though I went to an American university, there were no fraternities at that university. So, uh, I did not join one. Uh, Let's see here. Kashish. Hello, sir. I want to ask why there is no school uniform. I mean, really, that's amazing. Thanks in advance. So, universities in Canada and the United States generally do not have uniforms. Uh, Students are allowed to dress as they see fit as long as they dress fairly modestly. Um, And so, you will find high schools though that have um, uniforms. Sorry, lost my train of thought there. Elementary schools and high schools sometimes have uniforms but uh, colleges and universities generally don't. Some might but none that I know of. Uh, Let's see here. And then Chen from Cambodia. Hi, Chen. Uh, Hi, teacher Bob. I hope you have a good day. What do I have to do to prepare if I want to go to university in Canada? Thanks a million. So, I made a few corrections while I read that, Chen. Just so you know. Um, So, first of all, you need to get your English language skills up to a certain point and you will need to figure out which English language test you need to take. You'll also want to make sure that you have really good grades or marks in high school. 
And if you can, if you're young enough, I would say try to come to Canada for high school. If you are in grade 10 or 11, if you are age 16 or 17, if you can study in a Canadian high school for one year, it makes it easier to get into a Canadian university. Um, the school where I teach at, many students come and they'll study in grade 11 and 12 and that just helps improve their English and it increases their odds of getting into a Canadian university. Um, let's get back to the lesson though. I do need to uh, make sure I stick to my schedule. Faculty. So, all of the people who teach at a university or college are called faculty. Um, I wonder if this is slowly going down. I feel like it's slowly going down. Let me just move it up for a sec. Um, so, professors, instructors, lecturers would all be referred to as faculty. So, generally, the person who teaches a class at a university is a professor but the person teaching might also be an associate professor. That means they're not quite done their education but they certainly have a lot more education than you do. So, you might have a professor or an associate professor. Um and you're just a student if you're in university or college. Um in Canada, there's no difference between if you are six years old and in grade one or the first grade, you are a student. If you are um doing your master's degree, you are a student. So, you are just called a student. We have no real other name for student. In some English speaking uh, parts of the world, they'll use the phrase learner. Um we do use that occasionally. Um I know some of you will say, how many learners do you have in a class? Generally, we would say, how many students do you have in a class? Um so, anyways, um and you will take classes. That's simply how you describe it. You would go to university so that you can take classes and you will take a lot of classes, usually four or five per semester, somewhere between eight and ten or twelve classes per year um but you will go to university and you will take classes. Give me a moment here. We have to make a little switch. So, I have now turned on members only chat. Just so you know, members are people who have decided to help support my channel by clicking the join button below. Thank you so much, all of you who are members. You really do make this possible for me. Uh it's awesome of you. So, if you're a member, you are free to ask questions in the chat right now as I continue the lesson. Um so, actually, I'm gonna do some more questions. Let's do that. I'll do questions for a bit or lesson. Questions or lesson? Let's do lesson. Um when you take a class, you will get a syllabus or what's called a course outline. This kind of just tells you everything that you will be studying for that semester. I'll tell you what a semester is in a moment. Um let's see. Um you will most likely go to a lecture hall. So, a lecture hall is a large classroom um where a teacher or professor at the front will give their uh presentation. Um Julia in the chat. Julia in the chat says, hi, dear teacher. Don't you think the face-to-face education is becoming old school in this day and age? What is your opinion about it? There is a lot of information on the internet. Yes. So, I just made a few corrections there, Julia, just so you know. Um I'm not sure about that. I think a balance of the two is really good. I think when all of your learning is online, it misses just a little bit of the interaction that you can have in person but I do think online learning is very cool and powerful. 
many people my age, if they're taking postgraduate courses, they'll do it online but it will still have a weekly or monthly in-person session. So, I think a, a balance of the two is really good. Uh, Annette Manzi says, hello, Bob. Can we use professor for elementary or secondary school? No. So, uh, elementary school would be a teacher. High school would be a teacher, okay? Uh, professor is always used for college university level. Um, so, I am a teacher. I would never say that I am a professor. Uh, même quand en français, on dit le professeur. Even though in French, you can say the prof- you know, it's the same word, I think. Um, for me, definitely, I am just a teacher. That's not a nice way to say it is, is it? I'm just a teacher. That's kind of, I'm making fun of myself there a little bit. I am a teacher there. I should say it proudly. Uh, Brent says, I need to give a shout out to my university, the University of Alabama, Roll Tide. So, if we want to talk about alumni. So, Brent's alma mater is the University of Alabama. He is an alumni of the University of Alabama. Thanks for that, Brent. That helped me (laughs) explain it. Lolly, I heard of people going into debt for years in America in order to study in university. Is that true in Canada? Yes. So, generally, people go into debt in order to get a university degree. Um, I went into debt. It was fairly substantial but the reality is that the salary I receive with my education very much offset the cost of getting that education. So, it was worthwhile. It was worth it for me. Uh let's see here. Uh Samuel Chen. Hi, teacher Bob. College time is the best. Is it common in Canada that an adult pursues a graduate degree after working a few years? Thanks. It depends on the area of study. Um teachers often will get a master's degree after they have worked for a few years. Um in some areas of study, people will just go from their undergrad Okay, that's your first four years straight into a master's which is your next one to three years and then into a PhD. So, it really depends. Madi says, hi, teacher Bob. Does Canada have an entrance test? Yes. If you want to go to a Canadian university and you don't speak English as a first language, you will have to do an English test. Um if you want, I think if you want to become a lawyer or doctor, you can begin your studies but at certain points, you have to do tests um to prove that you are smart enough, I guess. Is that the right word for it? Um let's see here. Julia says, for your lessons, I learned more than from all my school lessons. Thanks, Julia. Uh and Nakshu says, hi, Bob. Thanks for your lectures. These give me positive waves. Uh it's awesome. Thanks, Nakshu for watching. Uh Slava says, students or pupils are more used. We don't use the word pupil very often in English anymore. Um so, in my class, I have students. When I was in university, I was a student. We don't use the word pupil very often. Uh it's a very old word. Um I think when I was young, maybe teachers still use the word pupil but it's not very common anymore. Um thanks, Bob from Lolly. No problem. In French, from France, we use instituteur. That's a hard one for me to say. Institutrice. Uh, for elementary school in Quebec professor. Yes. Thank you. I sorry for maybe pronouncing those a little bit wrong. Um let's see here. Let me get to a few more questions. Um next question is from Asma. Hi, Bob. Your lessons are really helpful. I want to ask if there is any online English language tests that after tests provide you a certificate so that you can be confident. So, online English tests 
aren't usually accepted by universities but you can do one with Duolingo. Duol if you want to do an English test just for yourself, Duolingo does offer an English test. It does cost money. I'm not sure how much it costs but you could you could look at that as an option. Um Alfonso, hello teacher. My question is this. Which do you prefer? A college or a university in Canada and why? It really depends what you want to do. Um I think that if I really wanted to be an electrician then obviously I would go to college. If I wanted to be an electrical engineer I would go to university. So, it really depends on your goal. Um Let's see. Uh Lolly says Annette Monzi actually instituteur is called professeur des écoles now. Oh cool. Hey Corey J has joined and become a member. Thanks Corey J for becoming a member of the channel. That is very awesome of you. Uh let's see. Marius Cyprien. Hi Bob. You're great. Thanks Marius. <laughs> when you were little what job did you want to have when you grew up? Thanks. I always wanted to be a helicopter pilot. I don't know why. It never happened. Um I'm actually afraid of heights. So, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure why uh but when I was really little, when I was a kid, I wanted to fly helicopters. I think it's because my older brother really liked airplanes and so, I decided I was going to like helicopters because I didn't want to like airplanes because he already did. So, I chose that and there were a couple television shows like Airwolf and Uh, I forget the other one. Blue Thunder, I think it was called. Yeah, something like there were a couple helicopter TV shows that made me want to do it. Never did though. Probably never will. Um so, Ashraf, what is the difference between tertiary school and college? I'm not sure. We do not have those terms in Canada. So, sorry, Ashraf. I can't really give you an answer. Uh, Annette Monzi, no problem, teacher Bob. I didn't want to give you some difficulty with French pronunciation. And Madi, or Julia says, Madi, you look brilliant. Uh, and Corey J says, thanks to Lolly Lolly. Awesome. I love to see it. You guys chat down there. Um, next question from Regina. Hello, teacher Bob. Um, how are you? I am curious for, I'm curious if students fail one of their courses, what they usually do after that. Thanks in advance. All the best. They take it again. Um so, if you fail a class in university or college, you simply take it again. Um there might be a limit where you can only try two or three times. Depends on the university or college but generally uh you take it again. Um Annette says, Lolly, you're right. I am from another generation and between us, we use instituteur. It's interesting, hey, how as we get older, we use different words as well. Hung says, how long have students studied for master's degree and PhD degree? So, I will talk about both these degrees in a little bit. Generally, a master's degree, you know, technically, you could do it in a year but most people take between two and sometimes five years to do a master's. Usually, if you do it full time, um you do it in about two years or three years. Um a PhD is a lot longer. Generally, three years minimum. Maybe longer depending on whether you're doing research or something like that. Corey J says, your French accent is really sweet. Thank you very much. That's very kind of you. Hey, I'm gonna jump over and I'm gonna turn. Uh I feel like I'm giving you a shorter amount of time than normal um but we need to keep this lesson going. 
So I'm going to go back to the slides and I'm going to turn all chat back on. Uh, so here we go. You might be in a lecture hall. You might just be in a classroom. Um, you might have distance learning. So many university students in Canada will, will do distance learning this fall. Um, they will learn on campus a little bit and off campus uh, through distance learning a little bit. Uh, Samuel Chen says, Hi, Teacher Bob. What was your part-time job in college? I suppose it is a little tricky to balance. I was an audiovisual technician. I worked at the AV department um, and eventually, um, I kid you not, I was the senior audiovisual technician. I'm pretty proud of that. Um, so, I was in charge of a whole team. I was the student uh, leader. Um, I did have a boss as well. But yes, I worked at the audiovisual department. Um, usually, a school year is broken into semesters. Um, where you have a fall semester and you have a spring semester. It might also be called term. You might have a fall term and a spring term. Some schools call it the fall term and the winter term um, or the fall semester, winter semester. So, it really depends on the school year. Generally, a semester is about four months long, three and a half to four months long and then you would take different classes. Um, you might participate in some extracurricular activities. So, you might play on the soccer or football team. You might join a photography club. You might be on uh, in the student government. They might have like a student union where you help lead the students. So, there are a number of things that aren't classes when you go to university. Um, and then just so you know, there's three levels of what we call post-secondary education in Canada. So, high school is called secondary ed. After that, you would do your undergrad or your undergraduate degree. So, this is if you go to a university and undergrad usually takes four years. After that, you might go and get a job or you might do a master's degree. A master's degree again is when you continue studying in your field of study for another year or two or three, however long it takes you to get your master's degree. Um, I was actually wondering if Brent had his master's degree. It's quite common for teachers to have their master's degree. I do not have my master's degree but one of my dreams is maybe someday I will go back to school and I will do YouTube and teach a little bit and do my master's degree at the same time. We'll see. Uh, and then there's your PhD. This is a doctor of philosophy. So, someone who has their PhD is a doctor of philosophy. It simply means that you continued studying in your field of study for three to five more years. I could if I wanted to get my master's degree, my master's in education and then I could do my PhD in education and then I could become a university professor that teaches other people how to be teachers. Um and then let me just check my notes here. Yeah, we're doing really good. So, again, the four levels in an American university would be freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. So, because I went to a an American university, I was a freshman. My freshman year was really cool. It was a lot of fun. I got to know new people. Um sophomore year was my second year. Uh junior year was my third year and then my fourth year was my senior year. Um Americans uh oh, Brent says, unfortunately, I don't have my master's degree. I've always had other projects. That's how life goes, doesn't it, Brent? It seems uh, seems odd. I think, Brent, here's what we should do. Um, build our YouTube channels up to be a nice size and then we should take a master's degree together somewhere. 
um, via distance learning. That'd be really fun. We would probably be, I can just imagine Brent and I would be the, uh, you know, uh, students at the back of the class not behaving for some reason, uh, even though I recommended in my last video that you sit at the front, I would imagine it might not go well if Brent and I took a class together. Anyways, those are your four levels. <laughs> and then Madi says, you have a master's degree in our hearts. Thanks, Madi. That's very kind of you to say that about Brent and myself. Um, and then eventually, when you're all done, I know I jumped forward quite a bit, but eventually you go and you have graduation. Um, so after four long years or after two years, if you're in college, three years in college, four years in college, four years in university, you will have a graduation. Um, and this is a ceremony where you go and you would obviously get your diploma. You might wear a cap and gown. By the way, I'm not sure the direction things go, but the cap has a tassel. I think you move it from right to left after you graduate. And then I think when you get your master's degree, you move it back, but I don't know all the details. Uh, Brent says, we would do the opposite of your last video, head down back of class. Teachers are seriously the worst students. This is very true. Teachers are often awful students. I don't know what it is about the personality that create that a teacher has, but teachers are often not very good students. We get distracted easily. We tend to just read other things. We like to teach ourselves. So we get impatient when we're students as well. Um, you might wear a cap and gown. Not all graduations have caps and gowns and you might throw your cap in the air when you're done. That's a very common thing uh, to happen after a graduation. All of the um, once the ceremony is mostly done or when students are outside, they will throw their cap in the air. Most students will, however, write their name inside their cap uh, so that they can find it back later. Um, and of course, you do this because you want to get a diploma. I hope the University of California doesn't get mad at me for using this image, but this says that Bob the Canadian <laughs> got my Bachelor of Arts in Computer Science. This is fake. I hope they don't get angry with me, but you do this because you want to get a diploma. A diploma is a piece of paper um, indicating the education that you that you received. So, um, that is always a nice thing to get. By the way, in Canada, you get a diploma at the end of elementary school or grade school. You get a diploma at the end of high school and you get a diploma when you finish a college program or when you finish a university program. You get a diploma at all three stages. Um, let me see here. Let's go to a few questions. Um, Tommy, hello, sir. I'm a student from Vietnam. I'm now having a question for you. Can I take the IELTS test instead of the TOEFL one to meet the standards in college or university? You need to find out what the university you want to go to requires. Okay. So, some will accept both. Some require one over the other. Um, so, that is very important. Anyways, Dave does have to go. Thanks, Dave, for being here. Again, thanks, Dave, for all your work over the past year. Very awesome of you. Uh, Dave does have another job he has to go to um, because they have real lives. You know, that's that's how life goes. But thanks, Dave. Uh, have fun at your other job. Um, so, Tommy, it's just important to know what the university you are interested in attending requires of you. Um, so, if they require a certain test, make sure that that is the test that you take. Um, and I'm pretty sure some will accept one in place of the other, but you would really need to check on that. Um, let's see here. 
Jack, hi, Bob. How are you doing? Good, Jack. What is the difference between homework and home assignment? So we generally use the term homework in Canada. So a teacher will assign homework. Um, you know, in university, I didn't often call it homework. I just called it work. I have a lot of work to do for my math class. I have a lot of work to do. Yeah, we call it homework as well. And we didn't use the word home assignment. But if you're asking about the word assignment, assignment is simply an assignment is simply something your teacher or professor requires you to do. Uh, so Mr. Fazi, hi teacher Bob, is there any choice for students to study English as a prerequisite at the college? So many students who come to Canadian colleges, um, they'll do a placement test, an English test, and it will, it will say their level of English and they might still be accepted but they might be required to continue to take English classes their first year. Um, this is quite common actually. So um, some schools will require a high level of English and some will require a lower level, but then you'll need to take English classes when you, when you start as a student. So let's say you're doing a three-year college program, but your English isn't really good. It might take you four years because the first year you might spend a lot of time improving your English. Um, so next one, sure. Are professor and lecturer equally used or is one of these words used more often when referring to your teacher in university or college? I always use professor or prof. It's a lot more common to just say, um, lecturer, you know, oh, he's a lecturer in math or he's a lecturer in philosophy. Um, but I always used professor. I think it would just depend on where you are. Uh, let me see here. Um, Real quick, Maria, hope you're doing great. Could you explain the difference in meaning between rise, raise, and arise and how to pronounce them properly? I'll do the pronunciation quick because this isn't about colleges and universities. Rise, raise, arise. There you go. And maybe ask the question tomorrow um, and I will have a better answer for you. Zoe, hi, Bob. Is it possible to get the Canadian citizenship? <clears throat> Let me rephrase. Hi, Bob. Is it possible to get Canadian citizenship as an international student? So it's not automatic uh, and there's no guarantee, but students who study at universities in Canada, if they study in a field where there is a shortage of people, you, your path to citizenship is a lot easier. So for instance, let's say you come to Canada and you study to become a computer programmer and you are from, I don't know, let's say you're from Spain, okay? Um, your ability to immigrate to Canada increases with how specialized you are in the computer field. If you know how to do stuff that hardly anyone else in Canada knows how to do, um, you will probably be, be able to get citizenship a lot more quickly. But again, check with whatever university or college you are going to. Um, they might have a better... Talk Italian with Aroni. What was your favorite subject? Ciao, Bob. My favorite subject was always French. Um, I don't know why. I just really loved learning French. It was, I want to say easy, but that's not the right word. Um, it was very logical for me. Uh, French is a very logical language. It's actually more logical than English in some regards. Um, and it's a beautiful language. So I just really liked French class. It was a lot of fun. Uh, let's see here. Um... Anya from Poland. Hi, Bob. Thank you so much. 
for the very interesting lesson. Can you tell me if this is correct? Last year, I graduated from the College for Teachers. Thanks. So, yes, you definitely could say that. You could say last year, I graduated from the University of Alabama uh, from their... Uh, and so, College of Teachers is a different thing. Like, uh, in Ontario, teachers are part of the College of Teachers. It's not an actual college. It's an organization. But you certainly could say this. If you went to the University of California, you would say last year I graduated from the University of California. Um, let me see here. So, Andy says, hello, teacher Bob. Are there colleges, universities in Canada for adults like 40 plus? Thanks. Um, you can apply and go to any university in Canada at any age. Um, if they accept you and you can enroll. Um, like at my age in my late 40s, I could apply to and go and take a college class. It's actually becoming quite common. There are many older people who are a little bit bored and so they take uh, some college classes. So, there are some specific night classes for older people but also, yes, if you are serious about getting another degree or studying, you will probably have no problem finding a seat in a Canadian university. Where are we here? Okay, so let's talk about <laughs> now that we just talked about older people. Um, when your last kid goes to university or when your last kid goes to college, if you are married and have children, uh, we would then say that you are empty nesters, okay? So, empty nesters would be older people who have no children in the home anymore. So, you know how a bird has a nest this is my bird. <laughs> a bird. Oh, you didn't see it. It wasn't on the screen. This is my bird. A bird has a nest. We sometimes say that when all of your children leave the house and when it's just you and your partner that you are now empty nesters. Um, Jen and I are not empty nesters. There is no phrase for full nesters. You could say we have a full house um, but yes, we are definitely someday going to be empty nesters. Um, let's see here. Uh, Elias is mentioning the CELPIP test. I have heard of it but I don't know a lot about it. Um, and then sometimes, these are just some uh, random phrases to finish off the lesson. When you are in university, you can usually do a semester abroad. So, often Canadian students will do a semester in Europe somewhere. So, they'll do a semester in France. They might do a semester in South America um, but often Canadian students will do a semester abroad and students from other parts of the world sometimes come to Canada for one semester to do a semester abroad. Um, and then, this is something I did sometimes when I was a university student. Sometimes you skip class. So, this this person is sleeping in. Um, it's not required to be in class at most Canadian colleges and universities. Um, you have a hard time passing the class if you don't go every time there is class but some students skip class uh, sometimes far too often. Um, and then some students when they are studying will pull an all-nighter. This is when you stay up all night studying for a test or for um, uh, an assignment. Just let me do something here for a sec. I want to put a link if you're interested. I did do uh, I did do a video on how to be a good student in English class. So, I'm just linking that uh, in the chat for a sec. Um, sorry, I'm losing track of what I'm doing here. Um, you'll often describe the need to study as in using the phrase that you need to hit the books. So, let's say a friend says, hey, do you want to go out and see a movie tonight? You could say, no, I got to hit the books and basically what you're saying is that you need to study. Um, 
sometimes uh, you need to drop a class, okay? So, sometimes in college or university, um, your grades are really low. Maybe you're just not that interested in the class. Maybe you took the wrong class. That happens sometimes and when you drop a class, it means that you go to the registrar's office at the university or college and you withdraw from the class. We would say that you drop the class. Um and then you certainly don't want to ever do this. Uh when you plagiarize, it means that you copy someone else's work, okay? So, this is a no-no. You can get kicked out or expelled. That's the next slide by the way. Um wait a sec. Where did it go? Oh, that's weird. I had a slide with the word expelled on it but it's not there anymore. So, anyways, if you plagiarize, if you copy someone else's work, you can be expelled or you can get expelled. Two different ways to say that. Um that's not a good thing. Um you don't want to cheat. You don't want to copy other people's work. Um when you are in university or college, you want to make sure you do all of your own work. Um this can be a problem because sometimes it's really easy to think, oh, I'll just copy and paste some things that I found on the internet. So, uh if you are a student, don't ever do this. Do your own work. It's better in my opinion, it's better to fail doing your own work than to pass using someone else's work. Um so anyways, let's do let's do a few more questions and then we will wrap this up. Um let uh let me see here. Let me find the next question that's about education. Um so the next question is from Mandela. Hi master Bob. Mr. Bob, I hope you are well. How can I apply to college or university in Canada for a scholarship? So, two things you can do. First, you go online and you say how to study in Canada as an international student. Search for that and you will find the government of Canada webpage which will explain how to do that and then if you know what university you want to go to, they will have scholarships that you can apply for, okay? So, step one, Find out how you can become an international student in Canada and step two, go to the webpage of the universities that you would like to go to and they will have a section where you can research some of the scholarships. Um let's see here. Hi, Bob. I am a first year grad student. Very cool, Leo. Uh we have a capstone unit. What exactly does it mean? So, a little correction there. So, a capstone It's the stone that you put at the top of an archway that holds the archway up. So, often in Canada in schools, we will have courses that are called capstone courses and generally what they are is an overview of everything you have studied. It's kind of like a course where you need to reflect on every single thing you have learned and present and report on it, okay? So, a capstone course is usually uh, fairly high up in your educational career. Um for sure. Um hopefully that made some difference. Let's see. Slava, have Canadian students got school diaries where a teacher could write some notices? In our school, we used to give students what was called an agenda and some students will buy an agenda. Generally in school, it's not the teacher that would write in it. In high school and in college and university, we would expect the students to actually write their own notes into their agenda but some students do have that. Uh Brent's gotta go. So, thanks Brent for being here. By the way, Brent has a live stream starting in just a minute. We'll be wrapping up here. You guys should head over there. Uh and then 
Let me do one more question and we will. Well, this is not a question. It's just a really nice thought. Ario says, hola, Mr. Bob. I just want to say stay safe, stay healthy, take care. And maybe we should end it on that. Um I hope all of you can stay safe, stay healthy and take care of yourself. Thank you so much for watching this lesson on uh, colleges and universities. Sorry, I stumbled over my words a little bit today. That's just the way it goes sometimes. Let me pop it back to the slide thing. I'm sad that the expelled slide didn't show up because I thought it was a good one. Um anyways, thanks for being here. There will be another live lesson tomorrow. Question and answer lesson at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, jump in there uh, if you want to watch it. Thanks to Todd and Dave. Thanks to all of you that gave super chats and donations uh, to the two of them. By the way, all the ad revenue from this uh, live stream and uh, the short version that I'll put out on Sunday will go to the two of them as well. Um and I just wanna say thanks for being here. Remember, if there were parts that you did not understand, there will be English subtitles um auto-generated but still helpful um where you can re-watch parts of this in order to get a better sense of what was happening. Anyways, I'm Bob the Canadian. Thank you so much for watching. I think I thanked, did I thank Brent and Todd and Dave? Thanks to all of you. Thanks to all my members for helping out and making things work the way they do. Bye. Have a good day. Uh, I'm going to hit the end button now. So, Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash Bob the Canadian.